When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Detroit Kool-Aid family, we are back. It is part three of the 2018 schedule. We've made it through one and two. We've given you our predictions. We're here for the final time to wrap this one up and give you our predictions for 2018. I got my buddy Griff on the other side of the line. Griff, what's going on? Same old, same old, man. Just living the dream. Yes, sir. That's what we do here at the Kool-Aid cast. So, Grifka, when we left off last time, we were uh, finishing out Turkey Day, talking about the Chicago Bears and laying an absolute beat down on them. There's no reason to mess around. We're going to come right off of Thanksgiving, and we're staying home in Detroit, heading uh, to kind of bring the L.A. Rams in here, the team that's traded left and right. They got all these big names. they came out of the woodwork last year what are you thinking about this football game and give me your prediction well this is another one of those games where I believe the Lions need to win it if they're going to make the playoffs I mean I think you need to get 10 wins and it's not guaranteeing you a spot but it puts you in a good position and once again this is one of those home games and I know the Rams were really good last year and their defense was really good and then you know they, they traded for Sue or they signed him or whichever however they got him but once again, this is another one of those games where those West Coast teams have to come east and start at 1 o'clock. And at being at home, um, I'm, I believe that's a big plus for the Lions right there. Once again, it's going to be a tough game. And I know um, Jared Goff played really, really well last year for the Rams, and their and their offense was you know pretty potent. But um, this is going to be another one of those games where the Lions played on Thanksgiving, so they have a few extra days rest to prepare. You know, it's another home game. So um, I think this one's going to be really, really tough, but I think they pull it out in the end, maybe something by like, you know, three points, kicking a field goal to win the game. So I, I think that, that gives them the eighth win on the year. Nice. Well, I, I got to do what I've done the last couple podcasts. I need to fight you right off the bat here. So you mentioned multiple times about the West Coast coming East. Do you ever think that a West Coast team can just come to the East Coast and whoop somebody or it just doesn't happen? I wouldn't say whoop somebody. I mean, they're winnable games. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's historical where uh, West Coast teams come east and they tend to struggle with the one o'clock starts. Four o'clock starts are a little different. I mean, it's more on their body clock, but um, I, I think they struggle with those one o'clock starts. But how much does I mean? I know the stats bear it out, but I think I think it matters to a point. But I think that you know it's all about the football team, and you can't always just you know, chalk up the win for the team that's that's home or that playing at one when these West Coast teams are coming in. I mean, talk to me a little bit about the the Rams. I mean, Sue Peters, uh, Todd Gurley back there. Like, you know, you're you're putting up a three point win. I mean, talk to me about some of their additions and 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 why this is still going to be a win for the Lions. West Coast team coming in, home team. 
That team's hot, man. They just got done. Beating That's it. Hey, <laughs> That's got, the reason. It's it's the same thing. It's one of those teams that just gets rolling. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I know we had talked about it. I, I believe the way we had broken down the last few games before, I think you had them losing to the Bears and then, you know, beating the Panthers and beating the beating the Bears at home on Thanksgiving where I had them winning those three games. I mean, that's three games in a row, and you're rolling. Plus, you have the long layoff with playing on Thanksgiving, and it's another home game. You don't have to travel after that. That gives them the edge right there. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, you're making it sound like the Rams are once again the most unbeatable team in the world. I mean, I mean, they can be beat. In Detroit, I mean, they're going to they're gonna do it. That's just the way I look. It's going to be a tough game. They're not going to blow them out. But that'll be – I mean, they got three wins in a row, extra – rest with playing on Thanksgiving and they're at home again, you know? Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'll chalk it up for a win for you. I mean, I guess where I sit with it is this team, what they win 12 games last year. Yeah. Uh, they added a, a ton of top names. Now we always wonder, I have to wait and see, you know, there's been a lot of teams in the past that have, uh, made a bunch of free agent splashes, brought in a bunch of people that have used to be or are current pro bowlers, and it hasn't worked. So um, I just think, you know, looking at this game on paper, Todd Gurley is a handful, man. This guy's a beast. Uh, he was incredible as a rookie at a down year, and then he just blew up again last year. So I don't see him slowing down at all. Uh, I see Sue wanting to come into Detroit and, and make a statement. I see they got two nasty corners that are ball hawks that we never seem to fare that well against. Um, it's, it's tough where you've got these corners that, you know, are just peeking in the backfield looking to make plays. We're going to have to prevent that. We're going to have to stop the run. And uh, Aaron Donald, we haven't even brought his name up yet. I mean, this guy, as long as they get him inked up, he is an absolute issue in the middle of that defense to deal with. So, uh, with all that being said, I got the Lions winning this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, uh, just kidding with you, but I think, uh, man, they're going to, the offense, it's going to be another home game inside, even though it's December. I think they'll be humming. Uh, I think we're going to be able to run the football as well. I think even though they have good corners, our outside guys are going to have to make plays. But I, I'd love it if this game we could really – play a little bit of smash mouth against a good defensive line and not drop back and throw it 50 times, but have a nice even run pass and just be able to come out of this game with three, seven, 10 point victory, whatever it is. But um, I think the Rams are going to be really good this year. I see them winning 12, 13 games, but I see this game in Detroit coming off a big uh, Turkey day as a Lions win. Yeah. I'm so glad I could sell you on that W. <laughs> well, it was the it was the West Coast team coming east that did it. Greg. I mean, it, if that's not your go-to, that and uh, you know the refs did us in. I don't know what else you got yeah. in your back pocket for these last few games. Hey, it's but, uh, the I, stat that works. It's the stat that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with both of us getting a victory there for the Lions, we are um, heading on the road and, and Lions going west. So we might as well already tell the audience what you're going to pick here. But Lions heading to Arizona. But it is a four o'clock, so maybe we don't know what you're going to pick. Grifka, we're going to play the Arizona Cardinals, a team that has been pretty terrible the last couple of years. But uh, they are excited about their football team, their new quarterback, and some of their skill guys. What are you What are you thinking here? I'm not sold on their quarterback. What is it like? It's Sam Bradford now. I mean, has this guy really done anything anywhere besides get hurt? I mean, they signed this guy. Oh gosh, you know, they'll you know he'll be good. He'll be good or whatever. I don't know. Obviously, he's just. <laughs> 
you know, keeping the seat warm. I mean, that's all I can Josh, figure with this Josh guy. Josh Rosen, Grifka, that's who I was talking about. The, the, the rookie. We're not. We're not worrying about oh, Sammy man. Biscuits. Oh no way! Josh Rosen is holding the clip the the clipboard this year. That's all there is. No to it. way. He's, He's starting I mean, starting day one. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I realize the guy's like obviously a Mensa member, and he just. He's just so intelligent with football that he pretty much pissed off every coach that ever tried to coach him because he's obviously light years about the guys who have played their whole freaking year and played and coached the whole year that this guy's so smart. He's so good. You know, he just, what, like, what was it, nine other teams passed on him and he's going to make them all pay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we've heard all that garbage before. Okay, yeah, he'll be holding the clipboard, you know. That's fine. So the only, the only way Sam Bradford's not playing this game is if, um, if he's um, hurt. You know, which would probably be, you know, come come that week. Well, then we get a rookie playing under you know, his third game underneath his belt. So that that also helps us. But um, you know, and once again, Cardinals, you know, they got some good players on that defense. You know, I mean, got probably one of the best you know corners in in the game on that defense. They always play tough at home, and then they're they're getting their running back. You know, Johnson's back. And, you know, you know, unless something you know happens to him, you know, I don't. He never really an injury concern before. You know, but you know. Guys come back from, you know, the type of injury he had. But uh, I get from what everything I've read, I mean, he's fully healthy. So um, this is going to be a tough game for the Lions. I mean, do, can they go out there and win? Yeah. Will they? No. This is one of those where the four-game win streak in my book, you know, comes so close. And uh, Lions go out there and they play flat. You got a loss for this ball game? Yes. <laughs> okay. After you just uh, totally undersold the rookie quarterback and, uh, like, made Sam Bradford sound like he's just a shoe in to tear it up this year. Oh yeah, definitely. Sam Bradford, okay. Sam Bradford, he'll get hurt and Josh Rosen will be playing, but Josh Rosen ain't that good either. So yeah, it's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey uh, man, Heisman trophy winner going to UCLA and what do you ever lead him to? I mean, what was the best bowl they ever played? I mean, like, like the December 27th game or something like that. The guy never did anything. <laughs> I mean, but this guy's all supposed to be all world or whatever. I mean, I realize John Elway played at Stanford, and I don't think they ever went to a bowl either, you know, but still, I mean, it was John Elway. Everybody knew that guy was good. I mean, he was so good. He was the number one pick. He didn't fall. So, uh, yeah, let's, um, let's, let's, um, let's not, you know, put John, you know, Josh Rosen in, you know, in Canton right yet. So, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be that good, even, even, as, even after his rookie year and beyond, so. All right. Well, just so I get it on the record, who do you have playing quarterback for the Cardinals in that ball game? Well, it'll be Sam. To guess. Sam Bradford. Okay. And you have the Cardinals <laughs> winning with Sam Bradford at center or at yeah. quarterback. It doesn't matter who's under center for the Cardinals. The Lions always lose out that you know, whenever they play Saint, you know, the Cardinals. They lost to him say they've lost to the Cardinals when they played them in St. Louis. I mean, what like Neil Lomax was the quarterback. It it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like no matter when you put him on the schedule, there it's a loss. It, it doesn't matter. Now, if they're playing him at home, yeah, you you could probably put that as a W. But you know, it's it's in Arizona. They could play him in Arizona, St. Louis. Go all the way back to the old Chicago Chicago Cardinal days. It doesn't matter. It'll be a loss. It's just just write it in the book. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to tell the Kool-Aid cast listeners out there, my favorite Griffkism so far, I think is when you ask yourself a question and then answer it. That's just phenomenal. We got to keep that up. And it's always, can they win this game? Yes. Will they? No. Which like just covers you on both sides, which makes me laugh every time. (laughs) 
but with that being said, let me uh, let me break down this game for you, Grifka. And first of all, let me start at the quarterback position, which we've already heard your take on it. I am totally the opposite. I think uh, Josh Rosen is a guy that, for some reason, he has this quirky personality, this confidence to him that even as much as we don't like, and it's hard to throw the name Aaron Rodgers with a guy who's never played it down. Like this guy has that type of attitude. And for some reason, I think he's going to be a really good pro. I think Sam Bradford has never done much other than his rookie year. He was decent. He's always hurt. Everybody talks about how accurate he is, but he can't make plays, you know, that are dynamic enough to win football games. So I think Josh Rosen wins this job, if not week one, early on in the season and gets cooking with Larry Fitzgerald and um, Kirk on the outsides. You know, David Johnson, he's going to go through this contract deal, but I'm pretty sure they'll get him inked up. Everybody kind of forgot how good he is, both run and catch. So I think I think this is going to be a good offense, especially when you're playing him kind of middle to to early December there. I agree with you that, like, I've been so frustrated the last few years when we're going into play Arizona. They got old man Carson Palmer there, even though, remember I told you, I liked their defense when they had Honey Badger and they got all these hybrid linebackers running around, and uh, they just have not played well. But we, we got beat up the last couple times we went there. I think we lost one time by 30 and another time by a good couple touchdowns. And I just shake my head and go, how are we losing to the Cardinals when – who they had calling the signals or when um, when Johnson has been out, but we beat him at home last year when me and you were sitting right there and the Lions probably played the worst football game they could play. And they still came out in that second half and took care of business. So on the road, Josh Rosen under center, I think he's going to be a good quarterback. And I think this day the Lions are just going to be better. And I'm going to give the Lions a victory here on the road in Arizona. Um, again, they're playing indoors and maybe a shootout or maybe a, a decisive type Lions victory. Uh, that's where I'm leaning on this game. So chalk me up for a W. Wow. I, I wouldn't see that one coming. Yes, sir. So we, we're we not going to mess around, Grifka. That's what we do on the podcast. We keep it moving. We talk sports. That's what the people love. Without wasting time, right from Arizona to, to Buffalo. I'm not even going to tee it up. You tee it up for me. Grifka, Lions heading to Buffalo, middle December. Talk to me. Oh, man. Back-to-back road games. You know, one out in the heat of the desert. And even though it'll be indoors, and it'll, it'll still be like 70 degrees inside that building. And then you're going to, you know, December out to Buffalo. I mean, could, might as well just, you know, you know, play in a, a freezer somewhere. I mean, because that's pretty much what it'll be. I mean, to be honest with you, I love watching those highlights of games of Buffalo where there's like two feet of snow on the field and you can't see anything. And, oh, gosh, I love it. I love those games. But if that's one of those these games, that Lions offense will not show up. And I'm not saying it has to be perfect weather or anything like that. It can be, it can be chilly. It can be cold. But if it's like one of those really cold – cold like a lot real windy real snowy games i think buffalo's defense would be good enough to be able to shut down detroit's offense with that um the buffalo's buffalo's defense would carry them last year i mean i was never a fan of tyrod taylor i mean gosh they benched him for pete's sake you know and you know brought in some you know the backup or whatever i don't even know i mean who, who it even was it wasn't frank Reich, but the guy was so bad that they had to bring tyrod taylor back and they still made the playoffs and they hung with jacksonville in that playoff game you know, the defense is the one that kept them in it. 
So with that being said, Detroit goes to Buffalo and wins. You know, last year for Buffalo was one. It was it was one of those one of those years that you see somebody. It's like, wow, this team's you know taking the next step. You know, this is great. And then like you always watch all like the preseason stuff. Like, what teams don't make the playoffs that made the playoffs last year? Buffalo will be on that list. Why? It just I mean they're bringing a rookie quarterback. This guy's gonna play. I mean, it's like oh strong arm. He can throw it through the wind and everything like that. Great. And I know everybody says, well, he didn't have a whole lot of talent around him at Wyoming. Well, generally, great quarterbacks make lesser talent around them better, and he never did that. I don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, name the Hall of Fame wide receiver Brett Favre had. I mean, come on, it's it doesn't matter. It Hall of Fame Hall of Fame great quarterbacks make other players on their teams better, and Josh Allen did not do that at Wyoming. So Buffalo's just going to be another one of those mediocre teams. It's it's it'll be a slugfest. I think Detroit's going to try to you know ground and pound that game. You know, behind the offensive line with Legarrette Blunt, Kenyon Johnson, they go in there. I mean, it's, it's a tough fought game, but I think they win it by a touchdown. I'm chalking this one up as a W. How do you see this one, Derek? Griffin, it's so simple for me on this ball game. Buffalo is terrible. They they are not good at really any level. Uh, you know, I I just don't see any skill on the outside and the offensive side of the ball. I heard Shady McCoy the other day talking about, oh, Josh Allen, man, he looks good. I usually don't like rookies. Like, to me, Shady McCoy used to be my boy, and, and he's still sort of produced, but I think you're going to see a pretty big regression from him. Defenses are going to load up on him because there is, like I said, no receivers that threaten you um, on this on this team. Josh Allen, I mean, I see him just as a guy that the NFL loves, but he can't play the game. So even if he's in, that'd probably be better than any of the other options being in because I think he'll just be a turnover machine this year and and make a few wild plays. So this one, there's not much to say for me. I mean, the weather, if the weather's an issue, maybe we have to kind of slug it out. But I I just see Buffalo being – you know, a three, four win team at this point, Lions really needing the victory and just doing whatever it takes to get a, another big road win. So Buffalo's terrible. The Lions aren't terrible. Give me the Lions. Sounds like a good pick, man. Sounds like a really good pick right there. Yes, sir. You think, uh, you think they can keep, uh, the winning streak going against the Vikings next week at the week after that at home? So, so here's the big, big two. Uh, before we get to the final game, we got to come back home and play Minnesota. Minnesota, I think I think I had them losing in Minnesota because I kind of said I want them to prove it to me. beat this team who was really good last year on defense and found a way on offense, and this year they should be better on offense um, and still going to have a sick D. So the Lions absolutely need this game at home, and man, it's a tough one for me. One o'clock. You know, right around Christmas time, the Vikings coming in. The division is probably going to be up for grabs or on the line right here in this ball game. Uh, I think this is a Matt Stafford game. This is where Matt Stafford has to play above his means. He has to take the game over. He has to win this game either in the late stages or come out and just play some of the best football of his life. I'm I'm picking this one on the fly, Grifka, but again, I've chalked up a few W's and I'm going to continue that. I think that it's going to be such a needed game that number nine is going to come through. We're going to have enough balance on offense and defense by this point, um, as long as injuries don't bite us, that um, we're going to beat the Vikings in Ford Field. 
to set up the the final game showdown. What do you got? Yeah, this is going to be another one of those uh, really tough games. I mean, once again, Vikings, they're going to be – they're just going to have another good defense again. And, you know, I think last year their offense, you know, I don't know, you know, really what happened. But uh, it just always seems like their defense always carried them and then, you know, their offense would just kind of hang along. But, you know, their offense was pretty decent last year. You know, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, you know, I, I know Delvin Cook's coming back and, you know, as long as Kyle Rudolph is still there, you know, he's he, he catches the ball, man. That's that's all there is to it. But like you said, this is going to have to be one of those games where Detroit needs it. I mean, and they realize that if, if they're going to want to make the playoffs, they, they're going to need this, especially, you know, last week and, you know, going on the road to Green Bay. So, like you said, this is going to have to be one of those games where Matt Stafford looks at everybody in the huddle and says, you know, just keep me upright. I'll get us to a, I'll get us to a victory. You know, I, I can't see them, you know, looking, oh, well, you know, we're going to run the ball, you know, if, if Patricia's like, hey, I want to run the ball, you know, slow down the clock. I mean, the, the Vikings offense is at high powered. I mean, it's just it's just a good offense. So I don't think you necessarily need to change your offensive scope of your game against these guys to say, like, well, we need to run the ball, you know, a whole bunch to keep their offense off the field. I don't think they need to do that. I mean, I think they're just going to have to play clean, solid ball, you know, keep Stafford upright. You know, the wide receivers will get open. I mean, they beat the Vikings in the past, you know, so – once again, I'm chalking this one up as a W. That's going to give them their 10th win of the year. And now it doesn't get, like I said, I think you need 10 wins to make the playoffs. It doesn't guarantee they'll be in the playoffs. You know, we have seen those 10 win teams, you know, miss the playoffs, but it doesn't happen very often. That gives them the 10th win, you know, that they need this year. It's going to be a hard fought game. And I think it's going to be a relatively high scoring game, actually. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of maybe like a 35 28 game. It's going to have to be something like that that the Lions are going to have to pull out against those guys. So, Counts as the tenth win of the season for me for the Lions. Nice. So I, I was just trying to look back. Um, so you got him at ten. I think because you had him losing Arizona and I had him winning, I got him at ten as well. Yep. Oh my goodness, Griffka. So we made it to the final game. We both had the Lions in double-digit victories. The first year under Matt Patricia, and we're going ten wins apiece, heading on the road to the frozen tundra, Green Bay. Uh, right before New Year's, it is going to be icy cold. Everything is probably going to be on the line. Number 12 for Green Bay is going to be back there unless he gets hurt. And I'm sure both of us uh, would never want something like that to happen to that guy. So, I, uh, man, this is this is the biggest game. The last couple of years, sometimes when the Lions are in a big football game, I'll be like, man, this is the biggest game in the last decade. Or, man, I've never seen a game like this for the Lions. I think on the road, terrible weather, probably everything on the line, 10 wins. Can you get to 11? Can you maybe win the division with this game and then come home for a home playoff game? Man, Grifka, I've set it up. I've hyped it up. Uh, take a deep breath and tell me about this game because, man, this is everything right here, especially the way we've laid it out with our predictions. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking at this as well. You know, this could be for the division. The Lions need this game, you know, get the division, you know, get the home playoff game, you know, depending on, you know, how everything else shakes out in the NFC. You know, maybe, you know, if you get to 11 wins, hey, you may have one of those top two spots and get the bye before you get a home playoff game, which would be great. Now, once again, it's in Green Bay. Like you said, it's just like, you know, 
Aaron Rodgers is back, and he's obviously one of the darlings of the NFL. Everybody loves this guy. You know, oh, he throws so many touchdowns. He dates hot women. Blah blah blah. He plays. He plays for one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, thorough, you know one of the best teams in in the league. You know, NFL loves them. Can they go to Green Bay and win? I mean, I, I know it seems like you know what they've won there a couple times the last few years. You know, which is you know awesome. You know, we seem you know for obviously for years they never won up there. But this is a big time right here. I mean, there's been games, you know, at home where the Lions have needed the win against Green Bay. There's been games on the road where the Lions have needed the win against Green Bay. And um, it just always seems they seem to come up just a little short. That's what I'm going to pick predict on this one, too. The Lions just come up short on this one. They just, for some odd reason, uh, you know, I'm not saying, hey, the ref screwed us on this one. It just seems like, you know, Aaron Rodgers makes more plays at home and the Lions, the Lions take a W and they go, they finish the regular season at 10 and 6. Take an L. You just said take a W. Grifka, you're killing oh, the sorry. people out there with a loss. Are you kidding me? Are you sure about this one? Yeah, they're t- they're taking a loss on this one. I mean, I I could have went bluntly and just said from the from the jump, are they going to win? No. And then hit your take there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I want to put a little right. drama to it, but I could have been. Yeah, no, they're not going to win. Sorry, no, they're not going to win the game. That's all there is to it. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see Aaron Rodgers smiling after the game, talking to you know whoever the sideline reporter this year is for Fox or whatever. And like, Oh, we're just happy to be here and blah, blah, blah. You know, if we would have lost my coach would have cried about it, you know, and you know, Mike McCarthy would have blubbered into the mic and everybody felt sorry for him, you know, cause everybody feels sorry for the crying baby, Mike McCarthy. So nothing can ever happen to green Bay. So I, I freaking hate Aaron Rod. I, it's not like I hate green Bay. Everybody's like, Oh, you hate green Bay. No, I don't hate green Bay. Cause when Brett Favre was on that team, I wish Brett Favre was on the Lions. Okay, I love Brett Favre. Okay, people can hate me for it. Whatever, he's got—he's not a true Lions fan. Yes, I am. I'm a true Lions fan because I realized Brett Favre would have took, taken them somewhere. You know, you know more so than what was on that team. I freaking hate Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you're right. Oh, he's got a swagger. He digs hot chicks. Screw that guy. I'm glad he sat in the freaking eight hours in the draft day, looking like a smug piece of crap. Forget Aaron Rodgers. He gets calls. His wide receivers get calls. His freaking fat coach, you know, whines about bad calls after the game. Then the next three games, they get a bunch of calls. They play for Green Bay. The trophy's named after their former coach, for Pete's sake. Why does Green Bay get so many calls? Because the freaking trophy's named for their freaking coach. Okay? Nobody realized. Everything's I'm stupid. Oh, conspiracy. No, it's not. No, the the freaking trophy's named after the coach. Okay? If it was just called called the NFL trophy, Green Bay wouldn't count. Nobody nobody lives in that town. There's like, what, a town of like 3,000 people? Oh, the town owns the team. Good for them. Who cares? They're a freaking wreck team. Screw Green Bay. I changed my mind. Detroit's going in there and kicking their butt. It's over, man. No! Forget eleven. Yeah. They take the division, and they just go in there. They just they just kick the crap out of him. Uh, they're gonna trade for Indomik and Sue right before that game, just so he can step on his freaking ankle again, and he can cry about it like LeBron James taking like LeBron James taking some phantom charge. You know, whatever, man. Forget them, Rogers. Talk this up as a W, Grifka. That's I changed what I'm talking my mind. About. Eleven and five. Thanks. There you go. Oh, oh, that was epic. Let me let me compose myself here for a minute. Woo, Grifka, that was something. You brought the noise, man. I said I've been. It took me 15 <laughs> games to get that out of you, and finally I got the uh, Grifka rant I was looking for. And the true, honest Lions fan I've known and enjoyed for years and years, my man Grifka. All right. Woo. Okay, so what All do you right, think? Well, now that I have that out, what do you think? 
Hold on. I'm trying to get myself together here. <laughs> oh, so Grifka, I am sitting here in the Detroit Kool-Aid studios for this recording and I'm looking up at an authentic game, Matt Stafford autograph Jersey that I got, which is sitting loud and proud. And then right to the right, I have a dartboard and on that dartboard Grifka, I have a ESPN magazine cover of your boy Aaron Rodgers and I got three and I got three darts on that dartboard Grifka and uh I I got one in his right eye one in the forehead and one in the cheek where he's got his stupid smirk that you mentioned so with all that being said Grifka we are 10 wins we're heading to Green Bay I think you mentioned something saying that the trophy's named after them no one freaking cares we are going to Green Bay with all the ghosts, with all the this, that, and the other. Aaron Rodgers walking around with that swagger he thinks he has. That, oh, I'll just show up in the fourth quarter and beat the Lions. They're the Lions. And Grifka, to quote you and to use your just so eloquently put statement, could they come in and w- lose this game? Yes. <laughs> Will they? Oh, Hell no. Give me a W for the Lions and take that whole cheese, that Lombardi trophy and everything else, turn it sideways and stick it right up number 12's Rudy Pooh. <laughs> you know what? Because we are going to take that division and we are going to walk right into the playoffs with a home playoff game. I'm talking 11 wins. I'm talking the Lions walking around like – they never have before saying we don't have to take three years under this new coach. We just won 11 football games. We just uh, came into your house and beat you. We just snatched the NFC North and now we're going home to play some jabroni in the first round and we're going to take them out too. So I am talking a W here. I am talking about a, maybe like a, uh, what, how can I put this? Like a franchise changing type of victory where, there's a new era and it's the era under Matt Patricia and it's talking about not just division titles and home playoff games, but a lot more. But this year we have beat the Packers in green Bay. We've won the NFC North and we're going to play that game at Ford field. And even though this isn't a playoff edition, we're going to win that game and go on and play somebody else in round two of the playoffs. How you like me now, Grifka? Woo. <laughs> Feel the same way, man. Feel the same way. It's time to handle some business. We have a coach, got a little bit of fire in him, got got a major, you know, pedigree of, of coming from a franchise that, that wins, you know. So, you know, I feel the same way. Hyped about the season, man. You know, it only took me sixteen games to get my final my, my rant out. So there we go. It was it was awesome. This whole breakdown of the the schedule has been great. And the fun part is I know I give you a lot of uh grief because usually we we joke that we started at 10 wins, but a lot of times you've either been an 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven guy. And so to see you come out of this uh, schedule preview with 11 victories and a big win at the end, man, it, it's just awesome. And you know me, sometimes the optimists, uh, usually I start at 12 and start working my way down for victories. But that's why we have dubbed this the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, because we always believe in this football team and we always uh, expect and hope for the best and deal with whatever comes our way. So um, to have us both pretty optimistic in an inaugural year for coach and a system is pretty impressive. And uh, if we're wrong, we're wrong. But Kool-Aid uh, drinkers out there, 
that's what we're talking. That's what we're seeing. And that's what we're thinking with this schedule. And man, we just cannot wait for, for football. Grifka, close it up for me. And then I'll have some parting words, but we are, we are done with the schedule. Bring it together for me. When I first saw the schedule laid out on the team, you know, the teams they were playing, the team that we had coming back, I would honestly, I was like, oh, this team, gosh, man, I'm thinking five and 11. I really was, you know, and I'm just like, okay, they got the new coach in, you know, everybody's like complaining. They didn't go out there and make like a real big splash signing, but, um, you know, they improved on that defense. They got a couple linebackers on there. I'm still a little worried of fuzzy on the pass rush. I don't know if Kerry Hyder, you know, I, I realize he's back, but I mean, I still think Kerry Hyder just might be another guy. Ziggy has to stay healthy, but really what they did, I think the offense is going to have to carry him again. I mean, this offense is good enough to win some shootouts. It, it is. It's, you know, Stafford, you know, making the comebacks. He's been there before. It's nothing, nothing new to him. So as we talk through the season and, you know, with this, I'm like, okay, I'm really starting to think about, it. yeah, maybe a few games I did play with my heart instead of my head. But, you know, I flipped it, obviously. I went from 5-11 and 11 to 11-5. and 5. You know, we're roughly a month away from the start of training camp. I'm pretty <laughs> stoked. How about you? That's awesome, man. And I just want to, again, talk to the Kool-Aid drinkers out there listening to this podcast. Like, you know, we're just getting this thing off the ground. We're just starting and uh, we're starting to get in our groove a little bit. And uh, it is the off season, but, but man, uh, anybody that's listening to this is a Detroit Lions fan to some degree. And I'm just out there to tell you, like Grifka said, you look at the schedule. Yeah. You could come up with reasons they're losing or, or, or deal with stuff in the past. I'm out there just to tell all those listening and, and anybody that's a true Lions fan, like, you know, you got to believe in this team. They got a GM, they got a new coach coming from a winning organization. That's not only smart, but um, has a system that's proven to work as well as a guy that can adapt on the fly to uh, help us beat teams in new ways every week. You got to believe in that. Don't let people tell you, uh, oh, they'd be lucky to win uh, four or five games or, oh, it's the same old Lions. I don't think so. I think this is a change organization, and that's what we're going to continue to do here on the Kool-Aid cast is we're going to continue to try to give you Lions content from all different angles. Uh, we're going to try to recap games this year. We're going to try to bring some funny topics to you here and there, but we're also going to come in here and just talk straight football. Um, we know that you don't really want to hear about our day and this, that, and the other, like all these other podcasts you listen to, but we do know you want to hear about Detroit Lions football. So here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, we're going to do that. And with this schedule, we broke it down into three sections. It's been so awesome, Grifka, of your takes and, and our different thoughts on different games and whatnot. And I hope the people have enjoyed it. But man, it's just been so fun to break down the schedule. And, and yeah, you never know until they kick the ball off in September, but it's been fun to break it down and, and real fun to see us both uh, on the positive side of the ledger, excited about this team and really uh, have some high hopes for them. So I, I can't wait till we get to training camp. I can't wait till um, preseason. And then when the games really get going about this team and be excited. So with that being said, Griff, good. Thank you enough. We're going to close up this Kool-Aid cast. I really appreciate it. Everybody, else give this a listen subscribe give us a good review and more importantly pass this on to other people if you got a lions fan um tell them to listen to the kool-aid cast and, and drinking the detroit kool-aid with us because um it's going to be being poured out all year long and uh, be positive about this team be excited about the schedule and be excited about um, lions football coming this fall grifka we're going to jump out of here man thanks again we'll talk to you soon thank you everybody We'll check you later. Back to back, start the plane. This game is over.
drink it in, man.